Welcome to Jen Cares, powered by Chosen Podcast, a podcast that brings the community to you. Each week, we will feature a guest that will help us stay in the know. Now, here's your host, Jen Cares. Well, good evening and welcome to Jen Cares, powered by Chosen Counselors. I'm your host, Jen Cares, and the founder of Chosen Counselors, a nonprofit organization that seeks to inspire, motivate, empower, and strengthen individuals and families. As always, I thank you all so very much for tuning in every week, uh, for liking, for sharing, for commenting, and watching again. I truly, truly do appreciate each and every one of you. Special thanks to Therapist Tiff for joining us last week as we talked about planting seeds. That was a good episode, and I hope that you were able to walk away with something. This week, I was watching a movie on Prime, and the father said to the son, I didn't mean what I said. I just have to hurt someone sometimes, and you're all I got. Dang, your mama, leaving us, it just wasn't right. And last week, when we talked about being that seed, Life can affect our environments. What are you doing to help manage through how we adjust to our new environment? Or, you know, those things that need adjustments. They still have effect on us. So we're hoping that you are being mindful to know what ticks you, what rubs you the wrong way, so that your seed could be the best seed for you. Speaking on that, we are always working to grow. So guess what? <laughs> I'm trying to empower y'all. So be sure to join us on this Saturday. Oh my goodness. This Saturday, May 15th from 10 to 1 virtually as we are hosting a day of empowerment. It's going to be amazing. Let me put my face here. So I just want to let y'all know. Tickets in on Wednesday. Maybe Thursday, but definitely Wednesday. So please be sure to get your ticket. But of course, I have a ticket for somebody tonight if you pay attention to the key theme or word that our guests will share with us. Hmm. Okay, so let's get into tonight's episode. Tonight, we're going to talk about watering the garden. So we talked about the seed, but now what's going on to this garden? What's going into this uh, garden to help it grow? We're going to learn. I'm not hating on any supplements that you take, what you eat, don't eat, but I wanted to bring on a friend that's a licensed nutritionist, and she's going to educate us because we already talked about the more you know. You can't say you didn't know, all right? We are helping you to know, and I love her because she is serious about her work, and she's going to give it to us straight. 
I was asking her a question before we came on and when her face turned, I knew she was about to get it. And that's what I want for us. We got to have tough conversations to help us be the best versions of us. So chosen friends, I want us to keep on growing. Help me welcome and introduce dun, 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 Crystal Collinson. Woo! Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, thank you for having me. Um, I didn't know what to expect, but it was, it was a pleasant surprise. Mm -hmm. um, pleasantly surprised. Um, thank you. Anytime, anytime. We are all about introducing the world to new people to help us be, again, the best versions of ourselves. So over here at Jen Cares, we start off with a quote of the day. Today's quote is, trees and plants always look like the people they live with somehow. Trees and plants always look like the people they live with somehow by Zora Neale Hurston. What are your thoughts on that, Crystal? Um, it's kind of, I, I, I want to say, I guess, um, I want to make sure I say it right. You know, it's kind of like the dog, when your dog looks like you, 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 you pretty much become what's around you, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, so as you were talking, I was just kind of like thinking about it. And I said, I can, I can see where they were going with that. You become where you are, you know, like if you're full, um, you know, what you reap is full. If yes. you you know, are not full, then the land can become very barren. Yeah. You know, so you kind of always have to make sure that uh, you are doing your best and being your best so that you are surrounded by the best. Mm. Very good. Yeah. All right, friends. We got to be careful who we surrounded by because sometimes who we surrounded by, they don't mean it's any good. We get ourselves in trouble. And tonight, we're being surrounded by some good wisdom. So get out your notepads and pens so you can remember or be sure to save this video so you can watch it again. All right. So, Crystal, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, my, my name is uh, professionally Raylena. <laughs> so it is Raylena. Um, currently, I'm a director of home delivered meals and nutritional services in Washington, D.C., for a small nonprofit named Terrific Incorporated. I'm also an adjunct professor at the University of uh, Washington, D.C., where I teach um, food systems management. Um, I do have my own nonprofit called Diabetes Dialogues, where we offer support to um, people diagnosed with type 2 diabetes um, and for people who are pre-diabetic or for people who uh, um, have an interest in it because diabetes is the seventh um, leading cause of death. A lot of people, they do say about maybe 1.5 million people don't even know they have it. Um, I think a lot of people don't understand it. Um, so um, diabetes for me, you know, unfortunately diabetes runs rampant in families. And unfortunately my family is one where it runs rampant. So that's one of the reasons we my mother and I actually co-founded that. So one of the, that's one of the reasons we decided to do that because we were having conversations and I was floored by, um, well, I have a, I have, let me backtrack. I have a theory. I don't um, do counseling for close friends and family because they don't listen. But in talking to her, you know, she was saying some things and I said, well, you didn't have a conversation with your doctor? And, you know, she said, no. And I actually have done research with regard to diabetes. So I know a lot of times the doctors don't um, 
educate you with regard to the things you need to know. They just give you a list and say, don't eat that. And that's, you can't do that. There, um, most chronic conditions have um, behavior, um, self-management behavior modifications that you can do. So that's it. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, I work a lot. Um, I, I'm really, as um, Jennifer said, I'm really passionate about nutrition because I do believe it can change your life. Um, I think that it can um, really change your story. And um, I'm, all, I'm happy to be here to share some information um, with, the, with your audience. Awesome, awesome. Definitely glad to have you. So chosen friends, I have some questions, but if you have any questions, again, we have the expert here that's gonna be able to break it down for us. Now she shared that she doesn't really counsel uh, friends and family because they don't listen, but chosen friends, Look at eyeball to eyeball. Can you see me looking at you? Please listen. Why? Because I want you to live a long and prosperous life. And again, we're about to find out the answers to how to get out of some situations and to help us stay as healthy as we can that are within our means. Um, so you mentioned about diabetes. Let's start off with that first, actually. Um, I just actually learned that the diabetes one and diabetes two is one that you can manage, but one you can't manage. Can you share about that? So diabetes one, um, type one diabetes is an autoimmune disease where your body does not produce the insulin, which means your pancreas is not working. That person will always have to uh, take insulin. A lot of times, I'm, you know, sometimes when you don't know what to look for, you don't know, but when you know, you know, a lot of times uh, people with type one diabetes, they have like some type of apparatus strapped to their stomach where it's constantly pumping um, insulin in. Now, type two diabetes is typically, that's the one that's manageable. There is no cure for diabetes. People will say there is, but it's not, it's manageable. It's not cured. If you have diabetes, that means there is an issue with your pancreas. Sometimes the pancreas does not produce enough insulin. Sometimes the insulin that it produces is not, it's not the right kind because your body can become insulin resistant. And it's not um, accepting it. So some, so with the uh, type one, we always tell people that's like, um, you know, your body just said, I'm on perpetual vacation. With the type two, it's kind of like your body's coming, going, coming, going, coming and going. But it's manageable. So with the diabetes, um, one of the first we have to understand is everything. You have to monitor everything you eat. Um, most foods have carbohydrates. Carbohydrates breaks down to sugar. Um, you know, we have three macronutrients. That's your protein. We, that's your carbohydrate and your fat. Uh, protein is not uh, your... So let me go back. So when we say diabetes, we're talking about the sugar in your blood. Okay, so that's, that's that. Protein doesn't affect that. Carbohydrate does. Fat depending on the source and how it's related, but the culprit would be the carbohydrates. Um, when you have diabetes, you have to limit that because again, it breaks down the sugar. Um, you have to understand um, how to do portion control, um, how to avoid um, glucose spikes, that's the sugar spikes. Um, you need to know your numbers. You need to be... Um, doing some type of exercise. Um, it doesn't have to be anything that is, you know, over the top. 
But even if you just do walking 30 minutes a day, I always tell people, I have three dogs. I always tell people, get a dog. Because with the dog, you always have to go out. The dog has to go out. So, um, you know, I have three. Um, and I have to walk. I walk them separately. So I'm outside. I can get at least about 3,000 miles easy just by walking the dogs. Um, with diabetes, um, I'm diabetic. As I, I'm not sure if I said that, but I am diabetic. Um, it's really about moderation. Um, it is about portion control, but mostly moderation. Um, I subscribe to the thought that all foods can fit with moderation. Now, with diabetes, um, there are medications that you can take. There are medications that will block um, the carbohydrate absorption. There are medications that will help your body if you're type 2 uh produce, it'll assist your body with making insulin. You need the insulin because the insulin is what um, takes the nutrients to and from your heart. When you, when you are type two diabetic and it's not manageable, um, the, sugar, the sugar becomes so thick and viscous, nothing can get in, nothing can, um, the, 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 Okay, so without the blood, without the sugar in your blood, somebody who has, does not have diabetes, the blood is thin. It flows. But as I said, the sugar with the diabetic is thick. Um, diabetics, that's why diabetics have to worry about getting cut, getting bruised, um, cut, bruised, any infections and everything. And then um, one thing I want to say about diabetes is that it runs in what we call PAC. So if you have, you have diabetes, you are now at risk for arthritis. You are at risk for um, high blood pressure. You are at risk for kidney disease. You are at risk for cholesterol. So you, so you have to worry about, you have to, you have to pay attention. It, it, it turns into you're constantly thinking, even me, um, I had a situation last week where, you know, I said I had dogs. They have a Doberman in the Rottweiler. They got into it. I have a little Chihuahua. I had to break that up. They broke skin. I was bruised. I'm diabetic. I had to go to urgent care. You know, I had to go because the last thing I want is to be to, um, especially me, because I know better. So the last thing I would want is to get an infection when I didn't have to. So diabetics um, are typically they have um, higher stress levels because you're worried. I'm always worried about my feet. I'm always worried about, you know, somebody bumps into me. I'm worried about if my feet gets wet. You know, it's just, it's just, it's a constant. It turns into a lifestyle. So with diabetes, we talk about uh, lifestyle, um, self-management behaviors. That's changing your diet, increasing your level of activity, um, monitoring your sugar, and keep in um, trying to prevent further complications. So um, if nothing else, with um, you really need to know your numbers. And even if you're not diabetic, it's never not, there's nothing wrong with getting a glucometer and just checking your sugar because the I just I think I believe I said earlier that 1.5 million people don't even know they're diabetic. I know I'm familiar with several cases where somebody just drank a glass of orange juice and went into a coma. Um, because the sugar was high, you, it's, you know, and if you don't know, you don't know. So, um, you know, it's, it's never too late. And a lot of times it is manageable though. 
But a lot of times people are, I always tell people being pre-diabetic is very dangerous because at least if you're diabetic, you know. But if you're pre-diabetic, it's just kind of like you're on the borderline and the sugar is high enough to be more than normal, but not high enough for them to be, for it to be a diagnosis. So you're kind of like just hanging there by yourself. So it's all, and one thing I did want to say before we shift gears is that it's always best to ask your doctor um, whenever they tell you they do a uh, any type of blood work, you know what the numbers are and have them to explain it. A lot of times the doctors will give you the numbers and let, allow you to walk out there. You could be borderline, um, you could be one point over, and it just takes one point that 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 and that can change your life. If that makes sense. Um, you know, you have to. I always tell people you have to be an advocate for your own health. You have to be vigilant. The doctors hate to see me coming. I'm there with the notebook, questions, and everything. So you you have to, if you do nothing else for yourself, you have to advocate for your health. Very good. We definitely have been sharing of that, of um, paying attention when our doctors are saying things and asking questions, because that's one, our insurance pays for the time that we're there. Um, we are there as long as we need to be to ask the questions so that we can walk out knowing, okay, I know what they said. I know what they meant. Um, you know, you go to the mechanic to get something to check with your car. You're asking questions to make sure you're okay to keep on driving it. The same thing for your body. You don't want to get out on that car and something happens and then you're off tilt. So it's like, mm, I should have asked more questions. Be sure to ask your doctor. One thing I want to say too is if, because I've had to do this, if your doctor is not meeting your needs or answering your questions, you don't be afraid to find somebody who will. Because you get the one line. Absolutely. And it's possible a doctor, um, though they learn everything, sometimes they're more knowledgeable in different areas. So if you have something that you feel like you want a specialist or somebody that knows a little bit more, be sure to reach out to them. Absolutely. Laura shared, my boyfriend went into a diabetic arrest and died and was never diagnosed. Hmm. It's like a silent killer, huh? Especially when you don't know. Well, see, the, that's the problem. You know, a lot of times when they take, when they take, the uh they check your sugar mm -hmm. if it's not so a someone who's not diabetic their sugar should be between 90 and 100. okay so if you're like 113 and it always depends when you check it so you cannot check your sugar after eating you have mm -hmm. to allow at least 2.5 they say to i say 2.5 hours to pass by so that the food can be metabolized and digested. Because if you consume food, you're automatically increasing your sugar unless it was a straight protein protein food. So you have to get that out. So they like to take the sugar, they like to test your sugar, um, what we call a fasting um, state, which means you haven't had food for at least two hours. Typically when you go to the doctor, they tell you 12 hours. Okay. So if you, know, if you go in there first thing in the morning, you haven't eaten for 12 hours and your sugar is two, you're something's wrong. Um, you're, you're pretty much diabetic or um, pre-diabetic. So that's what I was saying. You know, the, 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 it's when it's being diabetic is one thing, but, you know, not knowing that you should be monitoring things. Mm. That's where the problem comes in. And just uh -huh. as um, the person said, never came back, was never diagnosed. I think that they really need to at least tell you, you know, even if they say, hey, you're OK. And you know, there's a cutoff. I understand cutoffs, but they should at least say, hey, you know, you're borderline. Maybe you should do this. I actually in where I work during the day, I actually do counsel patients 
And when I meet with them, I tell them, if someone tells you that you're pre-diabetic, act like they're telling you you have diabetes and start making the uh, behavior modification changes now, and then you won't become diabetic, you know? So um, you can't, well, you can. People, unfortunately, most people will wait until something happens and then they take charge. But if you're paying attention, even the doctor should be doing um, some type of... um, lipid profile on you, you know, especially mm-hmm. if you're of a certain age, they ask them, you know, what is the, what is the appropriate range? You know, what should be high, what should be low, you know? And if you find that you are um, near the high, a high range, ask them what you can do. You know, everything doesn't have to be medication, mm-hmm. you know, everything. And I'm, I can say this, when I was diagnosed with diabetes, the first thing they said was insulin. I told them no. Because if I was just diagnosed um, and the insulin was such a small quantity, that means my body can still produce it. So, you know, she said, well, what do you do for a living? So, you know, we had to have that conversation. (laughs) And then that changed how she, you know, once she realized I was another licensed health professional, the whole conversation changed. And then, um, which is good for me, but not for other people. Right. You know, because then, you know, I'm asking her, well, why are you prescribing this? Why are you not using this? I've read the articles. I know that there's a recall in this, but I know to do that. So, but other people wouldn't know. So you have to really pay attention because it's not something, you know, it's not something you really want to be stuck with for the rest of your life. That's good. Uh, so definitely going to have to follow your organization to stay in the know, uh, to be able to help others and share that knowledge with others as well. So a question, let's talk about fruit. Can you eat too much fruit? Is that a thing? Absolutely. So a lot of, so let's say this, um, you know, and I have family members who are doctors, friends, so I'm not saying anything, but doctors are taught to treat. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're not taught prevention. They don't take a lot of classes in nutrition. They don't take um, the, they don't take a lot of those things. They're only, you know, now some of them do. So I, I don't, I'm saying this in a very uh, broad space. Now, a lot of times, you know, we hear, oh, just eat um, a whole bunch of fruit, a whole bunch of vegetables. That's okay. It's not okay. All foods have some type of, have a chemical makeup. So mm-hmm. with fruit, fruit, um, so let's just backtrack. So the glucose, when we say um, that's a form of sugar, mm-hmm. um, fruit has fructose in it. That's a form of sugar. So if you're consuming a lot of fruit, guess what? You're consuming a lot of sugar. And if you're diabetic, that's not good. So we say to people, oh, you know, how much of fruit, vegetables? That's not appropriate because even carrots, carrots are what we, when, we, when people are diabetic, we tell diabetics not to consume carrots because carrots are naturally sweet. So you have to know um, what fruit and vegetable is appropriate. So um, you can eat too much fruit. Um, that's why I say everything in moderation. Um, I also am really big on portion control because if you are using the correct portions, you typically won't have a problem. The problem is that um, most people don't know know how to read labels. They don't really understand portions. They don't understand serving sizes. So what happens is that, you know, you're consuming a little bit more than what you need. And if you do that over time, that's where the problems come. 
So one of the things I always tell people is that when you read the label, see what the serving size is for that package. There are a lot of times you'll get a potato chip bag and it's about this big, but that's actually two servings. Mm -hmm. So when you read the label, the label might be saying this amount of sugar, that amount of salt, this amount of um, carbohydrates, protein, and fiber. But that's one. When you eat that whole bag, you multiply everything by two. Right. So now what was okay at one setting, now is two, and that may not be okay. Mm. And I know chosen friends, because you get that bag that's like this, and it's an airbag, and you still got to do half of that. And you're like, what's going on? Let's just stay within the means to help ourselves be mindful of what it is that we're ingesting. Yeah. So that's labels is, I think, very important. It's, mm -hmm. it's very important. And a lot of people, I think, don't under, they don't, I don't think a lot of people read it, but I don't think a lot of people understand um, mm -hmm. about that. Got it. All right, friends, we got to read labels. Mm -hmm. First assignment, read labels. So let's talk about caffeine. Um, can you have too much caffeine? What's some, I know some people that live and die by coffee. Got to have my cup of coffee. And I know coffee has a little caffeine in it. I'm not a personal, I'm personally not a fan. Um, but different things that do have caffeine, soda and different foods sometimes. What's the take on caffeine? Again, you have to kind of like read and understand the label. So what we will say is up to 400 milligrams of caffeine a day. That's about four cups of coffee, 10 cans of soda. Um, now, keep in mind that most things are dependent on your personal height and weight. Mm. Okay, so okay. caffeine, I'm tall. Um, so caffeine might affect me differently than somebody who's more petite. It's mm. the same thing, it's kind of the same thing with alcohol, mm. you know, same thing with aspirin. Aspirin really is dependent, like how um potent it is will depend on your individual height and weight. So with caffeine, um, if you're a smaller person, you probably can't manage a lot. Um, we do see some side effects with caffeine with the headaches, the insomnia, the nervousness, the irritability, um, frequent uh, urination, inability to control urination, fast heartbeat, muscle tremors. If you're taking sometimes medication, you have to make sure that there is no uh, contraindication with the medication and caffeine. Um, you know, some of those um, energy drinks have a lot of caffeine in them. And I can tell you a true story. Um, I uh, had a headache one day and I had to drive from uh, Maryland to um, Delaware. Um, and I'm very nervous over bridges. I'm very nervous over a bridge. I had a, a coworker and so, uh, you know, I'm not going to tell her background, but I was sharing with her that I had a headache. And she said, take a Red Bull and an aspirin. I did. I was high as a kite. High as a kite. That, that yeah, that's backstreet, you know. Uh, but I didn't know, you know. So, um, and I should have known because the um, aspirin, has chemical, you know, is, is man-made and is designed to do something. And then the Red Bull has all this caffeine and all is souped up to keep you, you know, awake. Right. But I didn't realize that until, um, and I remember driving over the bridge thinking, wow, I did it. I'm cured. 
No, I, I didn't because <laughs> the next morning my nerves are bad again. So I oh. talked to a few people and I found out that the combination of aspirin and Red Bull takes you to another level. So, oh. you know. Um, that so was if aspirin and Red Bull take you to another level. I've heard alcohol and Red Bull. We gotta be oh, careful. You have to be, and that's that's the combination. That's why I said all foods have some type of chemical mm -hmm. profile. So if I had really been thinking about it, I would have known not to do that. But mm -hmm. you know, she just kind of said it kind of nicely. Oh, sure, we're gonna take Red Bull and aspirin. You'll be okay. I, yeah, it was. I was high as a kite. So no, mm -hmm. no, no, no. So you have to be careful with the caffeine, the medication, some foods. Even people who have high cholesterol, they can't if they're taking certain medications. They can't even take a grapefruit. Mm, you know, okay. yeah, they have to avoid grapefruit. If you have, um, if you're taking a statin for your high cholesterol, you can't have grapefruit. So you have to, you have to be careful and know like the ingredients of these foods. Right. right. Mm. Cammy said, wait a minute now on the coffee. So <laughs> it reminds me of a friend that um, if she doesn't have coffee, then she's like, I need my coffee, like really going through a job where like, you kind of get addicted a little bit to it. You can. Um, you can. So again, just being mindful of moderation. Mm -hmm. Well, they tell you too that you can't, you really shouldn't, like if, if for people who just take a lot of coffee every day, because I said, that uh, caffeine was, uh, we say no more than 400 milliliters a day. That's about mm -hmm. four cups. So right. when we say cups, we're talking maybe about eight ounces. That's mm -hmm. about this big. Mm -hmm. So you know when most people are taking coffee, it's about this big or they're in this big mug. So clearly yes. they're taking more than four. Mm -hmm. So what happens is that what we tell people is you can't quit coffee cold turkey. Mm. You have to gradually do it, start doing some decaf or whatever, because then you'll have withdrawal. Got it. Mm -hmm. And yes. in some religions, caffeine is considered a drug, so they don't even take that. Wow. So be careful. Yeah. It can be addictive. Now, now this question is further down, but I'm going to bring it up now because we're talking about the caffeine piece. There's been times, you know, um, this, the get skinny quick fixes and things of that sort, the hydroxy cut and things of that sort. And those pills also have like a caffeine in it. And um, it was one time that somebody gave me one, I tried it and I had the headaches. I couldn't get myself together because I don't do well with too much caffeine. It does not work very well for me. Um, so really being mindful of what it is that we're ingesting and what works for you may work for somebody else, may not. Like that Red Bull and that aspirin. Power is amazing. To you, it's no. Yeah, I and I don't take a lot of medication. So mm -hmm. my body, I'm not used to all that excitement. My body probably like, what's going on? So no, I don't take a lot of medication. I don't do a lot of anything. I'm a very boring patient, but I'm happy being boring. Hey, whatever works for you, you know, mm -hmm. we know ourselves and that's what we're talking about all this month. You got to grow, but you know what works for you. You know, if you ate a little bit too much, I was going to have you messed up a little later. Um, I had some tomato something yesterday and um, obviously I didn't let it do what it needed to do. And I woke up, thought I was about to die of a heartburn. You know what works for you. I know I well, you know, tomatoes. tomatoes are acidic. That's why historically yeah. people will put a little bit of sugar in it or whatever. But as you get older, you know, your body really does change. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to just, you just have to be mindful of that too. Yes, yes. So what's considered to be like a clean diet or a balanced diet? So a clean diet is just basically not consuming um, processed foods. 
So just basically doing more whole foods, um, you know, fruit, uh, vegetables, mm-hmm. um, you know, like baby say whole grain, nothing bleached. Um, but you still have to, you still have to, again, read labels. But what I will say is clean food doesn't have labels because that's your, your meat, your fruit, mm-hmm. your vegetables and things right, like that. Right. The foods that you would see on a perimeter of the store. We always tell people if you're kind of like in going up and down those aisles, that's where all of the food that's not so great occurs. The the perimeter is where you see the freshest fruit, food and the food that's best for you. And if you think about the perimeter, that's your uh, your vegetables, your fruit, your meat, and some dairy products. Got it. Hmm. Be careful of the bakery because the bakery is sometimes on that perimeter too, especially a giant. Be careful of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say that someone had a doctor's appointment. They found out that eating vegetables causes some trouble or eating certain foods causes them some troubles. Um, and it's frustrating because when they like that food, um, what is the process to help them to move away from that food? Because obviously you shouldn't do it in moderation if the doctor is saying or you're acknowledging that it's causing some intestinal things of that sort troubles. What's the guidance for that? So it would depend on what it is. But mm-hmm. what I will say is all foods are have certain minerals and vitamins. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would find out what that food is. So like for um, carrots. So we said carrots were mm-hmm. very high in sugar. They're not good for diabetics. Well, carrots have beta carotene in it. So if I know I need beta carotene, um, you should and you should have it. Then I will. I would, as a health professional, just prescribe another food with beta carotene to ensure mm-hmm. that you're getting all the the vitamins and minerals that you're getting because that's really what the food is about. You mm-hmm. know, um, you of course you consume food. You know, we consume. We're supposed to be consuming food to sustain us. That's mm-hmm. really what should be going on. So that's what I would do. Um, you know, if you have to, like some people just, like I said, some people can't have grapefruit. Well, grapefruit is a citrus fruit. So then we will find another citrus fruit to replace it so that you can get the vitamin C because vitamin C is very good for you. Got it. Good, good, good. Yes, that's definitely a good one um, of just knowing. And then I like the piece of saying, like, find a replacement. So, like, if you can't have rice, you do cauliflower rice. Um, and different things to help yourself still stay. Of well, getting- I just want to backtrack a little bit. So with, that's that's absolutely correct. But those are two different things. Because the cauliflower right. is people, yeah, I didn't want you to be like, you know, people like, oh, you know, so it's two different things. But no, if no. you can move away from it, you know, and rice is not bad. It's how mm-hmm. we fix it and the things we right. put in you know, right. so, but yeah, the cauliflower rice, you know, if you are somebody who's having a um, problem with carbohydrates or starch, cauliflower will be a good alternative, mm-hmm. you know, a healthy alternative. Right, right. But again, just again, trusting that doctor that's telling you stay away from vegetables. One girl, she can't really eat um, things with seeds because it causes some trouble. Whatever your mm-hmm. doctor is saying, they've done the testing for you. Hopefully you've asked enough questions to know. Um, what your you know rules and guidelines are so that you can again be the healthiest version of you. But yes. And yes, I'm not a nutritionist. I was just saying like you can replace there's options. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah, I just didn't want anybody to be like, yeah. oh, she said you know cauliflower, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That's no, no, absolutely. Yeah, she's she's a professional. She's a professional, not me. <laughs> <what I'm saying. laughs> but you have those options. You just have to um, ask those questions. And sometimes we don't ask questions. And if we don't have that knowledge, we're just 
out here blindly walking and doing some things and wondering what's going on with our bodies? Ask the questions. Um, so artificial sweeteners, is it better than sugar to get an artificial sweetener? Okay. No. <laughs> um, I always say, you know, um, if you're going to consume sugar, just consume the sugar. Um, there are a lot of studies where they talk about artificial uh, sweeteners that cause cancer and um, mm -hmm. lab rats. Mm -hmm. um, the reason that uh, we do, um, there are several reasons why people do research on rats, but they're like us, they're monogastric. So mm -hmm. they have the one stomach and they metabolize foods and digest foods similar to us. So what we do know is that if it's causing cancer in lab rats, there is a very high chance that humans will, will um, uh, develop cancer as well. So artificial sweeteners, no. Okay. Now, you know, like I said, people do what they want to do. Mm -hmm. um, but artificial sweeteners, no, you just do better. I mean, if you and if you and if it's a situation where you just don't want sugar, but you're not diabetic, you can do honey. You know, you can do some other things, but the artificial sweeteners, no. Okay. So do diet sodas have artificial sweeteners? Some, you got to read that. So it's, again, mm -hmm. it's all about the, okay. um, it's all about the ingredients. A mm -hmm. lot of times when I'm going, when I'm really on my A game, I have this book that mm -hmm. I take with me. It has like hidden, because you know, some of the sugars, are, they, it, you'll never know that it's a sugar. We, it's what we call a hidden sugar. So I take, I have a binder where I printed out stuff and I have the food sources and I take it and I'm looking stuff up and I'm pulling this out. And put, so, you know, it's a process, but you have to believe that you're worth it. So I would say, like I said, but it's, that's me, you know, that's my thing, mm -hmm. but you have to read the labels. And like, I know for me, I, I, you know, I'm constantly reading labels. So, okay, I'll put this back. This has too much sodium in one setting of, you know, oh goodness, you're going to, you know, you're going to eat, you're not going to monitor the portion. So don't even bring it to the house. So I have a rule. I only bring uh, single serve things in my house. I don't do any family size because okay. if you bring family for me, I can and I can only speak to myself. If I bring a family size anything, it's my I don't like to waste food and money, so it's my responsibility to eat each and every one. But <laughs> if I bring a small little mini one in the house, when it's gone, it's gone. You see what I'm okay. saying? Because right. I'm one of those people when I take my shoes off, that's it. Mm -hmm. So I so I'm not right, you know, some people run it back and forth, so I don't do that. When I come in the house, that's it. So if I have a little mini something, um, and sometimes that's all you need to take the edge off. Mm -hmm. But I know if I bring a family size and it's 35,000 pieces, I'm going to eat 35,000. But, yeah. you know, one little mini, you're fine. Okay. okay. And you said it's all about moderation. I, all about moderation. That's really the key. Moderation and portion control. Got it. Okay. So, Laura said, so crystal light is bad? Please don't tell us that. <laughs> okay. So, I, I don't... So, let me say this. I For some... I used to drink crystal light. And then when I started really, really digging into the uh, ingredients, I stopped. So I, I don't know why I stopped, but I know I stopped, which led me to, which I know something was wrong. Mm. So I guess that would be like reading labels because they have like different. Um, so like I, I have an example today. So this is sunkiss orange, peach, mango. Probably can see it. Okay. So let me say this to you. That's not juice. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just, you know how people like put flavor in their water because that's essentially like the crystal light and things of that mm -hmm. sort. 
Um, and I get it saying um, zero. Sugar. Push that up again. Okay. So come down a little bit. So it had, oh, okay, no, it's part of me. Okay. So what does it have in it? Oh, here we go. Ingredient citric acid, absorbic acid, vitamin C, natural flavors, sodium citrate contains 2% or less of the following. Sucralose. That's mm. sugar. That's sugar. But it, and it says no zero sugar. They're telling the story. So that and so I I told you I teach. So one of the one of the uh, assignments is for them to look at the labels. Mm -hmm. um, so what it probably has. So let's say this: uh, when we have labels, mm -hmm. um, they can say that it's not that it doesn't exist if it's a trace amount. Okay. Okay. Now, if I'm pretty sure that that size probably is maybe two or three servings of it. So it says like one stick is the serving. Right. Or oh, you seen the sugar that's in it. Right. So now, right. But now most people are probably going to drink that all day long, right? So when you drink one, is okay. But mm -hmm. if it had, how many does it have in it? It's 10. Six sticks in a pack. Right. So what happens when you go to work and you're thirsty and you pull one out and you drink it and mm -hmm. then maybe five hours later you're thirsty again or it's lunch and you drink that. Um, so what happens is now those trace amounts add up. Mm -hmm. So when you drank the one, it was okay. But now you've taken 10, it's mm -hmm. not okay. Now yeah. you're going to have to multiply 10 by every ingredient in there. Now mm -hmm. it's not okay. That's where the problem comes in. Okay. Because we think, oh, you know, it's, it's no sugar, it's no calories, it's so and so and so. Well, at some point it is because if you get a, a pack of gum, the gum will say it's right. no calories, but that's for mm -hmm. one thing. But if you've eaten the whole 20 pieces of gum, you probably have consumed a good 10, 20 calories. You see what wow. I'm saying? Right. So you have to, you have to be careful with that. that one is. of the things I tell people is just this. If you're going to consume something, it's better just to consume it in the, its regular form. Don't okay. do the low fat. Don't do this. Because what happens is that that food has to equal, it has to eventually equal 100. So if they take the fat out, they probably added a sweetener. If they've taken the sweetener out, they probably added a fat or they've added a carb or something. So it has to balance. You do better just eating the regular portion. Um, and maybe just reading labels or, mm. you know, working with somebody. But uh, anytime the content is altered, they had to add something. Okay. And anytime we preserve a food, we're either preserving it in um, sugar or salt. Mm. So that's why the frozen foods, all of that lean cuisine and stuff like that, it's low fat, but it's high sodium. Mm. So you don't have the fat, but now you got high blood pressure. Mm. Don't, you know, so you have to be careful with that. It's the same thing with, um, you know, the dried fruit. We have to add sugar to dry that out. So it's fruit, but it's crystallized. Think about every, anytime you look at a dried fruit, it's crystallized. They preserved it with sugar. So dry fruit is not good. You know, I have, I have friends. I, well, I have, this is why I don't counsel friends because they don't listen. So I have a friend, she argues me down every time about the granola. Granola is not good for you. You know, I tell people, you know, that, oh, um, whole foods, whole, every food in whole foods is not good for you, you know, but people will argue you down about whole foods. 
I'm not saying Whole Foods is a bad store. What I'm saying is that every single food item is not good. It's not healthy. It's not a whole food. You know, um, I can tell you something about my mother. It was just the funniest thing ever. She called me up and she was very proud because she had um, purchased some um, grass fed beef. So I said, most cattle eat grass. What are you talking about? And she's like, oh, it was in Whole Foods and it, and it was expensive. But no, you got ripped off because most cattle, now some cattle, um, mm-hmm. you know, are on a specialized diet. Some of them just eat dirt and corn. Some mm-hmm. of them, but most cattle graze and they eat grass. So when you see the signs that says grass fed cattle, as opposed to what? <laughs> in their natural habitat, they eat grass. Mm-hmm. You know, you pay $10 for um, this meat because it said it was grass fed. A lot of this stuff is marketing. A lot of this stuff mm-hmm. is marketing, and right. you have to you have to be visual. And she was very upset with me, you know. But I was trying to explain to her this cattle is grass fed. So because they put a sticker on, you just pay five dollars more for some four dollar meat, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be mindful of that. Um, and when we say organic, as opposed to what. Um, most living, most living creatures are organic when you're dead, it's inorganic. So when we start saying this is an organic apple, oh, what does that mean? Who certifies that? That's something new. So we have to be careful when we start, um, looking at stuff like that. You know, like I tell people all the time, either you're, you're in or you're either you're organic or you're inorganic. You, we got to start looking up these words. These are marketing ploys and people are falling for it. You know, um, so we, we just have to, we, you have to be vigilant in um, the things we, how we can, how we treat our bodies. And and it's, it's not even, I, I think that the majority of people don't know. So we, we buy into organic. We buy into grass-fed cattle. They all eat grass. So my dog eats grass. You know? So uh, we have to be careful with stuff like that. Um, we have to be careful with organic. Certified by who? Who? I mean, and if we really do the research, I'm pretty sure that's not even um, being monitored by the USDA. I'm pretty sure it's not. Um, so we got to be careful. You know, um, like I said, I actually teach an intro to nutrition course, too. And the students are always, you know, I ask them all all kind of questions and they're always flabbergasted when I say certain things. They're just like, (gasps) because, you know, I think that the powers that be um, with food, they um, take they they realize that most people don't know. You know, most people are not going to say, wait, this doesn't make sense. And, and challenged it. You know, like I said, my mother was very happy paying $10 for uh, that ground beef, you know, because it was grass fed. I hope it was as good as she thought it was going to be, too, when she made it. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, you know, <laughs> all I could do was shake my head. So I just said, yeah. okay. oh, my goodness, man, they're trying to get us friends. We got to be careful in these stores. Another question let's talk about protein shakes. What's the good, bad, and the ugly of them? Either pre-made so, or you making yourself. So again, it will depend on the ingredients. Mm-hmm. A lot of the protein shakes have sugar in them. 
-hmm. So it depends. So I say no. Mm -hmm. I say no to protein shakes and I say no to smoothies. Um, but you know, we people, you know, it's I say no, but people are like, well, smoothies are good. Well, what are you putting in the smoothies? Most mm -hmm. people are not are not uh they're they're getting this. This might be maybe about 12, 16 ounces. And then mm -hmm. they're pushing in all this fruit, all this fruit. We already said fruit with sugar. So if you're mm -hmm. trying to lose weight or if you have a chronic condition, the smoothies are not helping. They're counteract, they're countering what you're doing because you're not, if we think about it, so 17 grapes is a serving. So that's nothing. Think about the mm -hmm. strawberries. If you get like maybe a, some, a container of strawberries, maybe about three strawberries is a serving. But you know, most people are cutting those the, the little green thing, the top of the strawberries up, and just pushing them in there. So you're you're consuming a lot of sugar, and and that's so it's not healthy. So the smoothies, the protein shakes, I would say no. Um, if you're buying it commercially, you will have to definitely read the label. I, I guarantee you, it has it definitely has some sugar in there, some things you can't pronounce. So I'd say no. Now juicing is something different. Okay, mm -hmm. juicing is different. Uh, but even with juicing, you would probably do better juicing a vegetable as opposed to the fruit because that's okay. still sugar. And I'm not saying you can't have fruit, but you have to know um, and understand that too much of that can put you in a bad situation. Because remember, this you have the fruit, but you're probably eating breakfast, you're probably eating lunch, you're probably eating dinner, you're probably snacking. All of that adds up. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you had that's why I was saying smoothies, protein drinks. No, they're not health. They're not healthy for you. I know people will say, "Well, I go to the gym and they sell it." Well, they probably do, you know. Or I go to the gym and I feel better. You probably do. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't say it didn't taste good. I said it's not good for you. It's different. Mm -hmm. um, I had one young lady to argue me down that this is. So let me just backtrack. This is what I tell people. If you're doing something for about three months and you don't see a change, it's not working. Okay. Mm. So if you are fasting or uh, doing keto or doing this and this and this and this and that, and you don't see these amazing results in three months, it's not working. Mm. You can really eat really clean and exercise. You will see the results in three months. If you're being honest with what you're doing. See, some people... Um, I do, we used to do a walking club. Um, I didn't know that people were walking and then doubling back to the buffet. Well, I wasn't doing it right. So they, because people feel like, well, I walked four miles, I can eat. Well, that defeats the purpose. You can't out train a bad diet, you know? So, um, mm -hmm. I, you know, so, but I, so I didn't know until, you know, I think one day someone asked me, Hey, did you want to get something to eat? And I said, we just finished walking. No, I'm going to go on home. And then they said, oh, well, I'm going to go to the buffet. I said, oh. Mm. And then they said, well, I usually go, but I just didn't tell you. Oh. Mm. Okay. Then the person said, I wonder why I'm not losing weight. Yeah. Because in order to lose weight, you have to a calorie deficit. Yes. You're not creating a calorie deficit if you are exercising and then doubling back or eating mm. double portions because you walk four miles. So, you know, that's why I said that people are being honest with themselves. Mm -hmm. And I don't think sometimes people are being honest right. um, with themselves. So you got to read the labels. Um, I What I did was I went out and I bought um, some four ounce Tupperware. Mm -hmm. So I, so that's how, that's a way to do it. Because the, the adult 
portion is eight ounces for some things. So I just bought four ounces. Um, I have a food scale. And what I do, so like I said, when I'm really focused, if I'm really on my grind, I buy the um, the little plastic Ziploc bags. And mm -hmm. I count out 17 grapes and put mm -hmm. them in there. Mm -hmm. I count out um, the potato chips. The potato chips said 26 pieces. I put them in there. Sometimes the potato chips say 10 pieces. I put them in there for a snack. And mm -hmm. that way I know it's controlled. Right, right. You know, but it's time consuming. And, yes. I, and I said, and I said when I'm focused, there are times when I'm not focused. Mm -hmm. um, but I did buy a food scale. I bought some measuring cups from the dollar store. So it's time consuming, but it helps. Yes, yes. Agree. Time consuming, but it definitely helps. I had a um, phase where I was doing um, no starches or carbs and things of that sort. And Sunday was meal prep. You packed mm -hmm. up everything for the week, salads. And again, being careful with salads, because even though salads are healthy on a perimeter, when you add that dressing. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, read the label, find out which one works best for you. Um, but it's time consuming, but it, it did work. It, you did see a difference, and that's the key. If you're doing something, you're seeing a difference, it causes you to want to do it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Or you know what works, because there's a lot of people doing keto and it's not working for them. Well, so let's let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. Run that up. Mm -hmm. Keto is good if you are working with someone who understands it. Keto mm -hmm. is good to jumpstart. You cannot do that forever because what happens is that the keto, uh, one, you need carbohydrates for energy. You need that. When you start cutting out the carbs, it, it it's not good. And it also, if you do it enough, you can affect the, the balance in your body. Keto is not good for you, one, because um, you're overworking your kidneys. Okay, mm. Well, all that meat, you're overworking your kidneys. And meat has purines in it and uric acid, you know, and it's, it's just too much. So you are working your kidneys. That's why I say you can jumpstart it, but you kind of have to really work with someone who knows what they're doing, who understands it. The keto diet was really originally for people who had epilepsy. Okay. Um, and it worked. And the keto is really, it does help for people with diabetes, but you can't do that forever. And then because this is the thing. Once, if you take the carbohydrates out your body and you keep doing it for a while, um, then your body starts looking for something to break down. Because remember I said the carbohydrate breaks down to sugar. And the sugar does fuel your body. The problem is that when you have too much, okay, because your body has to have an opportunity to break this food down and to let a metabol and metabolize it. Now, with the keto... There's no carbohydrates, so now your body is feasting on muscle, okay? And that's a problem. That's why a lot of them are lethargic and they have fatigue. Now, then they're doing other things. They, they're lethargic, they have fatigue, so now they're drinking all this coffee and they, they're jittery. You know, so it there's a there's a, a reason why, you know, things were designed the way they were. The other thing is that when you lose weight like that, the moment you start back eating, you're going to gain that weight back double. So that's why a lot of people, um, some, and some people are continuously on the keto, not taking the carbs, so and so and so. I am concerned about the long-term effects because, yeah, you know, you have people, I've been doing this for years after years. But then I always say to people, too, um, I have an, a friend who she's, she says she's eating healthy, but she doesn't look healthy. There's a certain healthy look when people are eating right. 
and they're putting good things in their body, they they look a certain way. Um, so like I tell people all the time, if you're doing certain things and you don't see any change, it's not working. You know, um, you typically should be able to see some change in about three months. Mm. You can see change in three months. Mm. Um, but that keto long term, it will affect the can keto is really just some recycle Atkins diet for the for the old people. Mm. If you think about it, it's you just because you what you're doing is you're taking away the carbohydrate, you're increasing the protein, and you're increasing the fat. The guy who created Atkins, he died of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Not a heart attack. Yeah, because he's eating a high fat diet. <laughs> so, you know, so, you know, he wasn't healthy, you know. So, we, you, we really, all foods can fit moderation, really slow and steady wins the race. Mm-hmm. Um, keto, yeah, you're going to drop that weight quickly, but you can't do that forever. When you start back eating the carbs, that weight comes back double. Mm. Slow and steady, you do better with moderation and portion control. That's the best thing you can do. So you really want to start reading labels. Um, you want to um, understand what foods do, what certain foods do. Um, and you have, you're going to have to exercise because, and it doesn't have to be, again, anything long and general. You can walk. You can walk 15 minutes up, 15 minutes back. You did 30 minutes. You do mm. that twice a day, you did an hour. If you walk an hour straight, that's that's probably about four miles. You do four miles consistently, it's done. That's what I said. You even if you say, Well, I can't do 30 minutes, you can do 15. That's set, that's seven up, seven back. Yeah, you could do it. Seven up, seven back. And then as you're walking, like you go to Walmart, you park way in the back, mm-hmm. and then you have to walk in, walk around. That's how I get my steps. My goal is for most days, ten thousand steps. So that's taking trash out, walking these dogs, parking it way at the back end of at the parking lot and having to walk all the way up. You're walking around the store. You walk all the way up, taking the stairs as opposed to the elevator, walking mm-hmm. in place, doing this stuff. But it adds up. Right. It adds up. So mm-hmm. um, you, you just have to really be careful. One of my last... One more question. So with vitamins and supplements, um, probably in the same way. They're not regulated by the FDA. So you put, you have to be very careful because they're not regulated, which means anything goes, you can just be eating, drinking sugar and water. That's first of all, (laughs) Um, because it's man-made, you can get vitamins and minerals from the foods that you eat. So it's always better to go with the foods, but because it's man-made, the bioavailability, meaning how your body absorbs it, is half. So if you take a capsule, what I tell people this, if you're going to take a supplement, you need to, you have to be careful because, so, okay, let me say this. There are two types of vitamins. There's the, your water-soluble and your fat-soluble. The water-soluble is excreted through your urine. That's your vitamin C. You can have, that's why we say you can do, you can do mega doses, but you need to know what you're doing when you do that. A, D, and, A, D, E, and K, that's fat-soluble, which means your body stores that, which means if you consume too much of that, the same thing we see when you don't have enough is the same thing we see when you have too much. That's called the toxicity. Wow. So with the supplements, you can take 
you can already be consuming foods high in vitamins and minerals take the supplements that's not regulated and then now you're starting to have the same problems as somebody who is um not getting enough because it's too much so the same clinical um signs that we see in somebody with a deficiency we'll see in a toxicity so you have to be careful now there's also the other end where you're taking this supplement, but your body, it's not working well with your body. So we call that, when we look at that, we're looking at to see the bioavailability and that's how your body is processing that. Because it's man-made, your body's not processing it at a hundred percent because a lot of times when these vitamins are in the capsule, I never do a capsule. Well, I don't do that, but um, I mean, I take like fish oil and stuff like that, but I take the liquid form because it goes straight to the bloodstream and that's what you want. Now, with the capsule, your body has to break that down before it gets to what's inside. So we always tell people, if you're going to do a capsule, if you're not going to listen and you're going to do a capsule, open a capsule, break the capsule out. Because the liquid, you want to you want to do whatever you do. You want to do the liquid because it goes straight to the bloodstream. Okay. Um, Your body has to break that that capsule, that gel capsule down first before you can actually get to what you need. So you typically are going to have to probably do double to get 100% viability. Now, let me say this. I am not saying that you need to be taking double vitamins and supplements. I'm saying to get what you really need, you probably would. I'm not endorsing that. I'm just saying, you know, because a lot of times people will say, well, I took the vitamins on. It didn't work. Well, it may have not worked because you haven't taken enough. Mm. It may not work. Because like I said, a lot of stuff is depending on your height and weight. So yeah. somebody, like a grown man, to ask friends, if it's a, a man that's maybe um, six feet, 300 pounds, to ask is not going to work. Mm-hmm. That's somebody who could probably drink more alcohol. So remember what we was, I was saying before? Right. Right. They can do more. Somebody who's four foot, four foot nine, 98 pounds, they probably just need a half aspirin. You see what I'm saying? But average, so a lot of times when pharmaceutical companies prescribe stuff, they do the average. You see what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. uh, if it's somebody who's larger, it's not really going to be enough. If it's somebody who's smaller, it's going to be too much. But it's okay for the average person. So you kind of have to figure out where you are with regard to um, the population and things like that. So you know, you just have to be careful. But supplements, if you absolutely must, and that's another reason why if you're filling out an intake at your physician, your physician is asking you, are you taking anything over the counter? Are you, because they need to know because that will then affect um, any medication that they give you. A lot of times if you're going into surgery, they'll say stop everything, you know, mm-hmm. for at least 48 hours to get it out your system. Right. Mm. You got to be honest, because if not, you go in there, something happen. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, you know, I have a, uh, I had an aunt, she's passed. Um, she had MS, diabetes, and all kinds of stuff, but she was never telling the doctors all the medication she was taking. Then she mm-hmm. kept wondering why she was, you know, sick. Yeah, because the medication that this doctor gave, gave you is conflicting with this part one, but you're taking them all, so you're going to be sick. You know, but family and friends don't like to listen. You know, people who don't know you will listen, but family and friends don't because you. I'm always going to be crystal. 
You know, I'm always going to be the little cousin, you know, the little sister, the this, the that, mm. the daughter. So they don't look at you that way. So, you know, when even when I try to tell them stuff or give them information, it's like, oh, here she comes again. So I don't do it anymore. You know, unless somebody asks. Now, somebody, you know, if someone asks, I, I would not deny that. But I don't push mm-hmm. it on people because I do believe that when people are ready, they will ask. That's it. Very sure. When people are ready, they will do it. Mm-hmm. My last question is about metabolism. Um, some metabolism can go a little quicker, some not. What? And then they said, I like, get a certain age, it slows down, so then you can't lose weight. Are these things true? Uh, everybody's metabolism is different. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that somewhere between, I would say 30, 35, depending on who you are, definitely by 35, your body will, is changing. So your body's breaking down. Um, people don't want to hear that, but your body's breaking down. <laughs> no, it's breaking down. <laughs> At 35, your body, your body, you know, some stuff is genetics, you know, mm-hmm. some people live long, but the average person, you know, 35, 40, your body's breaking down. Now, you can lose weight depending on what you're doing. You know what I mean? You can lose weight. Um, as you get older, you probably should do some weight-bearing exercises like lifting weights. Um, that helps with osteoporosis and calcium and vitamin D. But, yeah, you can, again, it depends on what you're doing. See, a lot of people are not realistic. Like, I've talked to people, and they say, oh, I, yeah, the walking doesn't work. Walking works. Um, and I say, well, oh, how far do you walk? Why well, walk to the bus stop? That's not walking. That's you walk to the bus stop, but that's not walking about what yeah. we say. Yeah. Um, or I'll say, well, how long did you walk? Well, I just do it 10 minutes. Well, you have to at least walk 45 minutes to see something. The first 30 minutes is maintenance. After mm-hmm. 45 minutes, that's when you start to see your weight loss. But mm-hmm. you have to do it consistently. You can't mm-hmm. just do it. Um, I'm sorry. You can't just walk for a week. You gotta consistently walk. Yeah. And I can tell you, I walked maybe about seven miles every weekend for a year, plus about 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. Just walking. So mm-hmm. walking works, and I've done it before, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and then now I work with the dogs, but walking works, you have to be consistent. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of times people are not working out long enough, they're mm-hmm. not working out hard enough to see the results. You know, because if you walk for two weeks and you give up, no. Remember, I said three months, you're going to see a change. Right. Um, so, no. You know, and, and walking 10 minutes is not anything, anything. that Your body is just like, oh, that was fun. You, If you really want to see something, you have to work out at least 45 minutes. Mm. All right, chosen friends, you can walk. And if you don't want to walk outside, they have amazing videos on YouTube. I can send you some that I do. Um, but again, that uh, as Rakia said, moderation, consistency, and 30 minutes of activity, at least 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, start small and get yourself there. Mm-hmm. Mm. And walking is really good for you. I know for me, I actually like to walk by myself because it clears my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it, you, you, you push back all the negative energy, all the negative voices, and you really are clear. You know, yeah. so um, walking is walking is good. Walking is one of the best um, exercises in swimming. I'm gonna I want to tell you two little trivia things. There is no research that supports running is better than walking. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know a lot of people say, "Oh, I run." There's no research, and actually, that running is not good for your knees. If you talk to anybody who's ever ran professionally or a long term runner. They have bad knees. So that's one thing. 
And then with regard to water consumption, that eight glasses is a myth. Um, mm -hmm. What we tell people now is to drink, try to drink at least about half your body weight. Um, you know, it's an equation for that. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say it's a myth, there's if you if you look it up or you try to find it, you're not going to find it. So mm -hmm. what happened with the eight glasses of water is that there was a medical conference and someone just said, hey, how many glasses of water should we drink? And someone said eight glasses. And mm -hmm. that's where they ran with it. So we have to and, and, and we push that. But that's not. I mean, well, I will say I'm, I want to say this. I'm. I'm, I'm saying we push that, but if I'm going to be honest, I've never had a physician to tell me eight glasses. Mm -hmm. Now, I've seen it on the internet. I've seen mm -hmm. other people say it, but if I'm going to be 100% honest, so I can't honestly say I've never had a physician to say you need to drink eight glasses of water. They just ask you if you're drinking water. Because, mm -hmm. see, you can, get, you can get the water from foods, too, so you don't actually have to drink mm -hmm. eight glasses. If you have a very juicy... Um, some fruits have a very high water content, like watermelon. Mm -hmm. So you can get water from watermelon. You can get mm -hmm. water from a juicy orange or apple or something like that. Uh, organic apple? If it's such a thing. Awesome. Okay. So in, in closing, like we are the garden. Why should we be mindful of what we water ourselves with? What are some things that we should definitely walk away with knowing? Um, again, I'm hoping all my chosen friends are listening because these are things that really help us to grow. Um, we want to be healthy. We want to be able to uh, see grands and great grands and just enjoy life or whatever it is you're is is you know um what are some things that we should definitely walk away with from today you have to be good to your body um if for whatever reason you weren't good to your body your body is resilient and it adapts, but you can't keep abusing it so the quicker we start taking care of our bodies the quicker uh the better you will be um so you definitely have to treat your body like a temple um your body is a representation of what you put in it um, now, some people have chronic conditions, so because of that, you know, that's a little different, but you have to really try to take care of your body. And if you take care of your body, your body will take care of you. If you take care of your body, your body will take care of you. Oh, oh this was great. Um, can you share about your uh, business again? What's the name? So it's a nonprofit. It's called Diabetes Dialogues. It's a support group uh, for people who have type 2 diabetes, mm -hmm. um, who are pre-diabetic, or who just have an interest. We do virtual classes. We haven't really started yet because I'm finishing up another project. Mm -hmm. But we will be doing virtual classes, just giving people information. Um, it's free because it's a nonprofit. So just giving people information about diabetes in a virtual setting. Yeah, so once you do start, please let me know. I would definitely because this is um, a topic that we talk about and don't talk about. Um, the problem with um, health and things, sometimes we're not going to the doctor to even know what challenges one does have. Um, so we want right. to make sure we go to the doctor to know what's I'm going on. Worries. No worries. Um, yeah, <laughs> Which is sharing the importance of us, you know, going to the doctor to know if we do have any health ailments and things of that sort. And again, asking those questions because if we don't know, we can't do better. But if we know, we can do better. 
yes, please. Yeah. Um, what I was just going to say too is the maintenance import. The maintenance appointments are very good. You have to do do those maintenance appointments because what typically happens is you're not going to the doctor on a regular basis, and then you are then you're blindsided. But if you're going regularly, they can catch you know situations earlier. So again, friends, please make sure you're going to the doctor. Um, I remember um, I was working with a child welfare and things of that sort, and we're making sure that the children get their appointments. Doing supervision, I raise my staff. Did you go to the eye doctor? Did you get your physical? Did you get your ladies checked out? Did you get this checked out? And different things of that sort, because so many times we're uh, working to help somebody else, and then we're falling by the wayside. So again, friends, did you go to the eye doctor? Did you go to, you know, your female doctor, the male doctor, whatever doctor, to make sure that whatever is going on, you're aware of. And if it's nothing going on, great. But just go so that you can know whether something is or is not going on. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And you sure that our keyword of the night was? Moderation. Moderation. Again, enjoy life. But do it in moderation. And if you can't enjoy life, still do it in moderation of what it is that you can do to be the best version of you. Awesome. Anything else you want to share with us, Crystal? No. So this was really great. Um, I'm hoping that, um, you know, we were kind of like all over the place, but I'm hoping <laughs> that you you were able to get something. To, there's some type of takeaway from it. Um, you know, with nutrition, there's a lot of information out there on the website, on the internet. You just have to be careful and make sure that you are speaking with a qualified health uh, professional. So if it's, uh, you can either speak with a registered dietitian, those credentials are either RD or RDN or a licensed um, nutritionist. That's a, um, depending on the state, um, it's either LDN, LN. Um, like that, but you want to make sure because, um, you know, there are a lot of people out there, unfortunately, nutritionists and then everybody thinks they can do, which is fine. That's great. But you, you know, you just want to make sure that you're putting your health in the right hands. So right. it's the same thing with the nurses, the doctors, any allied health profession, just make sure that, um, you're going to somebody who's qualified to treat you because you're worth it. You're worth it. I love that. You're worth it, friends. Absolutely. So make sure you're going to somebody qualified. Very good. So chosen friends, drop down in the comments to let Crystal know that y'all did enjoy that this was information. Michelle did say great information a little earlier. Well, a couple moments ago. So that's good to know. Okay. So it was very helpful. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, I'm glad that um, people had the opportunity to take something from it. Yes, yes. And that's what it's all about, us helping each other, bringing the community to our friends so that we can know what it is to help us to be better. Again, please make your appointments. Um, please go see appointments because sometimes, you know, you could cancel an appointment and not reschedule where life happens and then you don't get back there. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Cammie said this was very informative. Thank you. So, yes, yes. And, and it jumps all over because we're hoping to hit all aspects of people. Somebody mm -hmm. found themselves somewhere, you know? So there we go. Rakia said, thanks for sharing. Thanks for the platform. Then anytime, again, if we can help one person. Oh, absolutely. Hey, Mama Wanda. Mama Wanda said, I'm worth it. Yes, absolutely. we are worth it. Mm -hmm. Because, again, if we don't see the worth in ourselves, nobody else will see it. We got to be worthy of ourselves to make sure that we're everything that we need to be and doing what we need to do. So thank and, you again so very much. Yeah, if like so what I said earlier, you know, if you're going to the doctor and they're not answering your questions or whatever, don't be afraid to fire your doctor. 
you know, you need to you need to get to a point to where you are being um, your needs are being met. You know, you want to make sure that all your needs are being met. You never want to leave the doctor's office not sure or and you shouldn't be scared to ask questions. Mm. You know, you, like I said, don't be afraid to fire your doctor. You keep, you know, figuring it out until you get somebody who you're comfortable with. Mm, that's a good one, friends. I, I I told y'all the other week. I interviewed my doctor. I interviewed the staff to find out, you know, how they feel about the person. I pay attention to how they're treating me. If they are asking my answer my questions, if they're clarifying before I even ask the question, because again, they're the professional. Can you break that down in English for me? What does that really mean? How can I apply it to my life? How can I really listen to what it is you're saying so I don't have this problem next time if there is a problem or concern? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you again so very much. May you enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Okay. So thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes, yes. And again, let me know when you start your um, workshops and things so I can be sure to send some people over. Because okay, we know absolutely. some friends definitely are in that category, but we want to know how they can stay on the good side of the category. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you again. Okay, no problem. Thank you. Awesome, friends. We had Crystal Collington watering the garden. I'm so glad that you all enjoyed that one tonight. I enjoyed it. Learned something new. Want to be more careful when I do my little drinks and things. So sometimes I do do them because I'm a water girl, not really always a soda girl. But maybe I'll do half a pack and not the whole pack. Again, moderation and find what works for you. Okay. So be sure to stay tuned because I'll let you know when she does have events. So we can pay attention and tune in to help our friends if they have something going on. Asher, this Saturday is a day of empowerment. So be sure to join us on this Saturday. If you have your tickets already, thank you a bunch. If you don't have your tickets, guess what? Wednesday is the last day, friends. Why? Because I got to make sure the emails are out and things of that sort. So please be kind if you want to take it by today. If you remember what the key phrase or key theme was, put it in the comments and guess what? You'll get a ticket tonight. <sighs> so friends, don't forget our quote of the day. Trees and plants always look like the people they live with somehow. So uh, who's around you? Are you looking like the people around you? You can do something different if it's not working for you. She said three months. In three months, if you don't see a difference, that means you're not being consistent. You're not doing moderation. You're not doing portion control. All right, friends? We want to make sure that we're doing everything we can to keep ourselves together. Be sure to join us on next week as we will have Jade Allen. We're going to talk about pruning. Mm. This plant is going to grow this month, friends. Pruning means we cutting some things. We trimming some things. We budgeting and doing some of those things, making sure our finances are right. So we talked about the seed and how we are the seed and how that affects us and how we want to keep on growing. Tonight, we talked about what we're watering our garden with. We want to take care of this plant to help it to thrive. And next week, we will talk about pruning. One more thing I want to share with you in case somebody wants to help out. We are calling for volunteers because we want to make a difference together. We are in search of individuals and youth ministries and organizations that serve the youth of tomorrow to be a part of a day of hope. You can email me at chosencounselorsinc at gmail.com or give me a call or text at 215-792-3185. 
I am so excited. This is going to be an event for the young people. It's going to be free and it's going to be amazing. So if you want to be a part, let me know. Um, do, 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 do. um you all know about the conference. I'm not going to play the video because I know y'all going to be in a place, right, friends? Nod your head. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my last part that I just wanted to share, um, this week was Mother's Day. Did this at the end because I didn't know how my emotions would be in the beginning. I just want to say happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers. Um, and this weekend, I also just wanted to send love to those that have lost their mother. This is a loss like none other. It's been 18 years for me this year. And um, I was sharing, I didn't realize so many people in my circle had lost their moms. So again, be kind to one another, checking on someone if they need some extra love. Make sure that they know that you care about them. Um, if you have a mother figure still here, if you have a mom still here, be sure to show them love as well. Why? Because they are amazing. And when you lose them, it stinks. Let me get off my soapbox. Um, but again, I love you all. I thank you all for tuning in. I thank you for your support. I, I really do because this has been amazing. This is um, great for me to be able to support. And my mission in life is to be able to help somebody else. And if I can help one person, I'm doing it. And that's also honoring the legacy of my mother, the late Ada E. Harris. I so, so truly appreciate all that she's taught me. And she taught me to be of help to somebody else. I learned that from her daily, taking people in, um, feeding people, looking out for people. And I want to do that too. I want to look out for people. I want to feed people with knowledge to be the best versions of themselves. So again, I love you all. I appreciate you all. Let me come back over to these comments real quick. Um, my aunt doctor just prescribed her medicine she is allergic to. <laughs> Please ask that doctor questions. Mm. And sometimes we don't know that we're allergic to something until we get it. So again, have that conversation with your doctor. Hey, Mama Wanda, I didn't get my ticket and I'm going to buy one. Mama Wanda, you actually got a sponsor ticket. So I'm going to be sending that over to you. So you're covered. Um... Mama Wanda says, it's been four years today for my mom. Sending love and hugs and all the good feelings of peace and joy to you, Mama Wanda. Because again, it hurts. You know, everybody responds differently. Um, but be of support, whatever it is that they need, some space or to be around. Love on each other. At the end of the day, I just want us to love on each other. My favorite phrase is to be kind because somebody needs it. So thank you again for joining us. I love you all. Until next time, see ya. Thanks for joining Jen Cares Powered by Chosen Podcast this week. Make sure to visit our website at chosencounselors.com.
That's chosen with a Z. To follow us, stay in the know, and most of all, never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode as we specialize in bringing the community to you.